Before we get started today, I wanted to jump on here and talk to our YouTube audience and podcast audience at the same time. Unfortunately, we had some video difficulties this week. So if you are tuning in for our YouTube video, then you won't get to see the podcast, but you will get to hear it. And we have a nice graphic up there to kind of occupy your eyes. But for those of you who are on the audio podcast, you might hear some glitches, but overall you shouldn't have any problems listening to this week's podcast. Thank you so much for always supporting this podcast. And we pray that you'll enjoy this episode of the Agape Leaders Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Agape Leaders Podcast. This week we have a chat with Dr. Greg Mays and a special guest, Miss Tallahassee Tia Unsel. And I will tell you that I am so excited for this opportunity that, that I have to spend some time with Tia. If you meet her, you will be in awe of her humility and her kindness. She is a very sweet, wonderful person. And we are all better because Tia Unsel is here with us. So without further ado, I want to bring in this week's guest on the Agape Leaders Podcast, Miss Tallahassee, Tia Unsel. Well, welcome in, Tia. I'm very happy and excited for you to be here with us. Yes. Hello, I'm Tia Unsel, and I'm so happy to be here. Praise God. Well, Tia, I... I uh, want to share something with you before we get fully started. I wanted to say this on camera or, or on the podcast. You don't know this, but I was sharing this with my wife. I said uh, to my wife, I said, Sonny, the young lady that's coming on the podcast today, I am so excited. I'm like kind of fanboying a little bit because I have a great deal of respect for you. <laughs> you are humble. And you're kind. And when I see you participating in the Miss Florida organization, I'm in awe of you because, you know, I teach high school and I wish that my students, especially the young ladies, could be around you to see a person who's very comfortable with who she is. She does not need to be flashy to the world. You know, I'm Tia Unsel. I'm the only Tia Unsel, and I'm happy to be me, and I'm happy to let your light shine in my presence. And so before we got started, I really wanted to say that first, because I wanted you to know just how happy and honored I am to have you on this podcast today. So thank you for being you. And I'll jump right in. Uh, <laughs> praise God. So the Agape Leaders Podcast is a place where we seek to help people grow in their faith with Jesus Christ. And so we do this by hearing from different 
people kind of their faith journeys and you know how they got to where they are and maybe how they're going uh, even in the present time. So would you please share a bit of your faith journey? Yeah, so I grew up going to church every Sunday when I was younger. I grew up as a Baptist in a small country town just north of Tallahassee. And I just was instilled at a young age to always go in church. I was involved in the youth programs at my church every Sunday, going to church conventions on the weekends, like at least once or twice a month. And I was also joined in the choir and I was one of the only kids in the choir. So growing up in a family where church was an extreme common core value of my family, I always knew that I needed to attend. And unfortunately, when I got older, I started to slowly stray away from the church. I got involved with people who really didn't have the best interest in me. And it was very unfortunate because I just loved going to church and being around people who had the same values and faith goals as I did growing up. But now that I'm older, God really opened my eyes and I have started attending my home church again. So you never really leave, I say. And I know that I have instilled in my faith in Jesus Christ and he has been always faithful to me. Hmm, praise God. So I wrote down a question. You'll see me writing. Uh, our audience knows that I write questions all the time. But I wrote down this question and you can, maybe you can help our listeners. You said... I grew up in the church, but I got to a place where I was hanging around people that weren't necessarily having the same beliefs that I had. How did you navigate those times to get back to where now you said you're back at your home church? Uh, was, there, was there a time in there where you stepped completely away you know, could you could you share as much as you want to for that listener who may right now be going through this? Yeah, so high school is a very big eye-opening experience for me. That's we only have one high school in my hometown. So we have two middle schools. So those two middle schools combine together into one big high school. And I really was exposed to people who I thought had the best interest in me but this whole time that really didn't. Peer pressure is really big and common in high schools, middle schools and colleges around the state and even around the country. And I know that I had friends who really wanted me to do stuff that I wasn't comfortable with, but I felt like I had to because I thought they were my friend. I wanted them to be accepting of me and like me. So I had to do things that they wanted to do, like attend parties and stuff. And I knew like that was something I was not really interested in when I was younger. I knew that Jesus was had his open heart for me and I had a heart for him and I really need to stay faithful in my journey and being involved in peer pressure it really opened my eyes saying that I have a common goal in life I want to be successful in everything that I do so I need to put Jesus at the forefront of everything I do whether that's in school the Miss America organization and my studies to be a speech language pathologist in my everyday life I know that I need to put God first. And right when COVID happened, I lost my great grandmother in January of 2020. And then two months later, the whole world shuts down. I lose my source of income. I can't go to school in person. And I really just was very depressed. And like, I knew that my leaning of faith, I had to lean on God in all those hard times. He was faithful in every step between then and now. And I know that that's whenever I had an eye awakening, a call 
And I knew that I needed to get back in the church because God really needed me there. He put it on my heart that I needed to lean on him in those hard times and he would get me through it. Praise God. That's quite a bit. You know, my heart broke when you said your great grandmother passed uh, in January and then the world shuts down. So those systems that you thought you mm -hmm. were going to be able to use are now gone. You know, being able to maybe go hang out with your friends or maybe yeah. go be with your church community, it's gone. And and now what do I do? Uh, that's that's so, um, I'm glad that, that the Lord was able to walk you through that. I do have a quick question. You, I didn't catch, what did you say you were studying? So I am going to school and I'm studying in communication sciences and disorders to be a speech language pathologist. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, I had to see a, a speech pathologist maybe a couple of years ago. And they were, yeah. I was having some problems with, it was some, some issues that were going on with, with words and some things, you know, when I was writing. And so we, I met with her yes. virtually, kind of like what we're doing. And she gave me some, some kind of homework or whatever. But the problem that I was mm -hmm. having was not a problem that was going to be fixed in that way. So we didn't stay together that long because everything she asked me to do, I could do with no problem. So that wasn't the issue. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't know that we have figured it out. We just know, we just have figured out what it's not. We haven't figured out what it is. <laughs> so uh, I yes. definitely have a great place in my heart for a pathologist. Will you share with our listeners a little bit about your time in the Miss America organization? Why did you come to it? And I heard you say, you know, you have grown in your faith kind of being in it. You, you mentioned it as you were speaking about your faith journey. So could you tell us a little bit about your time in the Miss America organization? Yes. So my mom and I, we, I grew up watching the Miss America competition every year. And the first ever Miss America I actually saw a crown was Erica Dunlap, Miss Florida 2003. And she's the only African-American woman to hold the title of Miss Florida. So she holds a very special place in my heart. And I saw her do it and I was like, oh, this is so cool. And as a dancer, I was like, I can express my talents on the stage at Miss America potentially. And I never really knew how to get involved in the organization. I just grew up watching it every year. And then I met two special people, Nancy and Ruby Tillman in mm. 2019. And they introduced me to this organization. I was able to come watch her at Miss Florida's Outstanding Teen at the time in 2019, where she placed fourth runner up and watching her on that stage. And then watching the Miss competition shortly after, I knew that this was my calling and I mm. had to get there. I started my journey in the Miss America organization in January of 2020, and I competed in three locals that year and didn't win a single one. And I was devastated, of course, because I grew up watching and I grew up competing in pageants, but not anything at this caliber. And I knew it was going to be hard, but I really was eager to get there. I took that time off because of COVID and I came back in November of 2021 and did the first local competition of the season and ended up winning with one of my really good friends, Lindsay Bettis. And I was very shocked 
coming at back and just winning the first local of the season it was very shocking to me but I knew that I put in that time and effort on my off season and I put in the work and I knew I was ready and competing at Miss Florida last year for the first time was just a dream come true I knew I laid it all on the table and I knew no matter the outcome I was just happy and grateful to be there getting back into this season I competed in four local competitions and didn't win a single one and this season. And on my fifth try, I did the sweeps competition and ended up picking and choosing the title of Miss Tallahassee, which holds a special place in my heart as well, because the first ever local competition I watched for Miss Florida was Miss Tallahassee in 2019, where I saw one of my really good friends, Alana, win the title. So at first, I was very upset and bummed about not winning a title but I thought back in November of 2022 I remember praying to God giving me the title that best represented me that I know that I will show my true heart and passion of service on the Miss Florida stage and even though I competed in so many locals this past month well the past few months and didn't win a single one the one that was waiting for me was at the very end and that just meant the most to me praise God praise God you know I wrote this down. I said, your humility is exemplary. Uh, and I think, uh, and I'll be fair, I think many of the young ladies who participate in the Miss America organization, specifically the Miss Florida branch, the the I see a lot of humble young ladies. So I don't want to make it seem like, you know, you're the only one. You You are one of the many. But I just love listening to you share and as you're sharing, there's no there's no bitterness, there's no frustration, there's just appreciation. And I think it's important as a Christian, because first and foremost, you know, Miss Wakiva Springs, Miss Tallahassee, you know, Miss Florida, Miss America, Tia Ansel is irrelevant if Christian is not first and foremost. If people look at you yeah. as Miss America and you've you've attained that great title, but none of them see you as a child of God, a follower of Jesus Christ, one who loves the Lord, then aren't those titles useless? And that's what I see in you. Your humility uh, is just exemplary. And I pray for you, the listener, I pray that you hear in her voice, she really does appreciate the process. Hey, she said it without even batting an eye. I didn't win a single title, but at the end, I participated in sweeps and the title that I really, you know, that was waiting for me was there. I missed Tallahassee. By the way, that was the first one that I competed in and I didn't get that. When you see how the Lord can just, here we are thinking all oh, doom and gloom, I didn't win. And yet God says, no, no, Tia, I got something for you. Just be patient. This is a process. So yep. you didn't win yes. the the in those competitions. And believe it or not, Tia, I watched you compete quite a bit in locals this year. Uh, <laughs> I didn't just see you. I didn't just see you at Miss Florida and go, oh, my gosh, what an amazing young lady. No, no. I watched you compete. I did you compete in Miss Gainesville? I did. That was my first one this season. Okay. Because uh, th- uh, I remember seeing you. I feel like, uh, let me see where I remembered seeing you. There 
I feel like I saw you in, where was I? I didn't go to Orlando. Did you compete in Florida Citrus? I did. Okay. That was my third one. (laughs) What was your second one? I competed in Gainesville, Jacksonville, Citrus, and then Miss Orlando before I did sweeps. Okay. So I saw you twice because your boy wasn't going up to Jacksonville. And I <laughs> did I did want to go to Miss Orlando, but they sold out. Yes, very so, quickly. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm okay with that because, you know, uh, I'm a save me a penny kind of guy. Sorry. <laughs> I, just, I just really am. So, but yeah, so I did see you a couple of times and I was, I was impressed, you know, so the people, and this is for anybody, anyone who wins a competition that Tia is involved in is really good because you are really good and you, you deserve to hear that. Uh, So, well, let's, let's begin to kind of land this podcast and, and I want to go back into a straight kind of uh, biblical section. When you, when your great grandmother died, when COVID hit, when you went into this depression, were there any passages of scripture that you were able to hold on to that you would be willing to share in this moment? Yes, I actually wrote it down because I did not want to get it wrong. <laughs> I One that I really leaned on was Proverbs 3, 5 through 6. Trust the Lord with all your heart and learn not on your own understanding and all your ways. Submit to him and he will make your path straight. I knew that that was a very difficult time for me. My great grandmother, she basically raised me in her final days. My mom and I were always there by her side and she struggled with dementia the past few months before she passed away. But one thing is she always remembered who I was and she was always so happy to see my mom and I. And after we lost her, that was just something I really leaned on. And I thought about it. I wrote it down in my planner, wrote it down in my wallet. So every time I opened it, that was one of the first I would see. So whenever I had that difficult time, I would just sit back, breathe and read it to myself in my head. And I would just feel an ease come over my body and know that God is always present. He's always there. And we might not feel it at the time, but we're going to feel it eventually. And he knows that he will always be there to listen to us and guide us and protect us through it all. Praise God. Praise God. Is it, did you say there was another one or was, was, was that the one you wanted to share? Yes. That was the really big one that I wanted to share. And then the other one was Isaiah 41, 10. Mm-hmm. So do not fear for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. And he has helped me through a lot. So I definitely lean on that one as well. Praise God. Here's something really cool. So uh, my favorite verse is my life verse is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 just like yours. If you were to walk into our apartment, one of my former students asked me one day what my favorite verse was. And then she painted, she she made a painting for me with that verse on it. So it hangs right in the door. It hits you in the head when you walk in, you know, as far as it's right there. Uh, so that's <laughs> my kind of my, I say that to myself all the time. When something comes my way and it's tough times, I say, Greg, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. 
because that's what gets us in trouble. We take into account our history, what we know, where we've been, and we begin to put mm -hmm. that and make decisions. And what God is saying, no, 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 no. Trust me with all your heart. That means there's no part of you that shouldn't be trusting me. And so I use that. And then I've had people who have been in situations and they'll say, hey, will you give me, you know, do you got a passage for me? And most of the time I give them two, Joshua 1 and 9 and Isaiah 41, 10, because both of them are reminders mm -hmm. that God is with you. Be strong, be courageous, do not fear, do not be dismayed. God is with you wherever you go, and he is going to uphold you. And so I love that those were two passages that you even said here today. Do we have a third? I have this, those two for right okay. now, but okay. I have been reading more lately, back in the word specifically after Miss Florida, trying to refresh my mind and get ready for whatever may be next for me. And so I really have leaned in my Bible the past few days. Praise God. Now, will you continue to compete in Miss Florida? Oh, of course. This is like my lifelong dream of representing Florida on the Miss America stage. And luckily they have up the age a little bit because technically next year would have been my last year. Mm. And so now that it's raised to 20, I have a few more years left to compete. And I'm really excited about it. Praise God. Well, before we get out of here, will you give our listeners a word of encouragement, something that they can take from this podcast and run with it. Yeah. So like I mentioned in my journey, the Miss America organization in life in general, I have tried so many times and I've gotten so many no's, no mm -hmm. after no after no. And then I eventually got my yes, but I got my yes by being persistent and with my goals, by staying focused and steadfast in my journey and knowing that God is with me and he will move with me to the direction and the journey that I am given and I need to have. And I know that sometimes we are waiting for God and we get so impatient and we want it to happen just right then and there. But sometimes it's not meant to be that way because we need to wait and be focused in our faith and really just rely on him and really trust his process. Because I know success is not the destination. It's part of the journey. And I know that with my journey, I know that I'm going to evolve as a person, not only with me, financially and in my academics, but spiritually as well by leaning on God in those hard times and those good times as well. Praise God. Well, we will let that be the final word. Thank you so much, Tia, for your time. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being here today. Well, I'm so grateful for our time with Tia today. She's just, she's such a sweet kind, humble person. And I pray that you're able to hear that in her voice. You know, I was fascinated uh, in a positive way how she's able to handle what most of us would consider adversity or, you know, calamity in her life. And she's able to just handle it with a trust in God that just allows her to keep moving forward. And so I pray that you got that uh, out of there. So let me take a moment to pray for her, to pray for you, and then I will get us out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much for this time that you gave us with Tia. 
What a blessing she is, Lord. Thank you so much for her and the example that you allow her to be, uh, allowing her to teach these young dancers. Uh, she said before we came on, she's had one that she's been teaching since the young lady was uh, three or four, and now she is about to turn 13. So thank you for the time you've allowed Tia to, to sow into that young lady's life. And so we just pray for her. We pray for her as she continues to compete in the Miss Florida organization as she moves towards her dream of one day becoming Miss Florida and Miss America. So we pray that for her, Lord God, that you would allow her to, to chase that and achieve that. Lord, I pray for this listener specifically. I pray for their needs as they seek you, Lord, that they would find you. Father, I pray for, for whatever concerns that they have, uh, even in this time, Lord, would you give them peace, your peace that passes all understanding. Thank you, Lord God, for this ministry. Thank you for the consistency that you allow us to have. Uh, Lord God, I lift up Vitch's Niche and the Average Designer podcast that uh, Jessica has out now. I pray that even listeners from here would go over there and listen to that podcast as well. As always, Father, we pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week. <laughs>